Let's take our Bibles and we'll be on our feet to read it. Isaiah 9, verse 6 to 7. Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 and 7. And it reads, For a child is born to us, a son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His government and his peace will never end. He will rule with fairness and justice from the throne of his ancestor David for all eternity. The passionate commitment of the Lord of Heaven's armies will make this happen. The passionate commitment of the Lord of Heaven's armies will make this thing happen. Amen. May the Lord because of the name Jesus because of the name Jesus Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Shalom to everyone. One of these days, the first slide you will see will not be shalom. Because you are always expecting shalom. But shalom. Shalom. Have no shalom alaikum. Have no shalom alaikum. Have no shalom, shalom, shalom alaikum. Peace to you. Who is here this morning? I can see your bodies here. I hope your mind is here. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Oh, Lord God Almighty. Father, you know how heavy my heart is because, Lord, I feel so limited. For the vocabularies that I have, so limited. 
The words I have concerning you, to describe you, to talk about you, to minister to others, so limited, so limited. Father, but I thank you for this moment. And Lord, I pray that you give me utterance. And Lord, I pray that you open the hearts of your people, the ears of the people, so that we can hear with our ears, we can hear with our hearts. And Lord, we will not grow fat on words alone, oh Lord, but we will be doers of your word. I thank you and I bless your holy name. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ and Savior, have we prayed with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. Today we're talking about the wonderful names of Jesus. Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 through 7. Words that take me back to my childhood times, my mom in the house, quoting those lines and singing those songs, impressing on my heart, giving me a love for the word, a love for this passage. And so today is a carry-on of yesterday. By yesterday, I mean last week. And I dare to ask, if you were here last week, and you heard the message, pass it on. I'm afraid to ask. I'm afraid to ask how many of us passed it on last week, between last Sunday and this Sunday. Even as I say that I'm afraid to ask, I'm chiding myself and saying, why are you underrating your own people? So with one breath I ask, how many passed it on? And in the next breath, I am saying, I know, I know some of us did. But for those of us who did not, those who did not, it means nothing when we hear the word of God and we don't carry it out, passing it on. And one of the other things we can pass on is the wonderful name of the Lord Jesus Christ and what we know about that wonderful name. Hallelujah. What was at stake when we were reading this passage? What was at stake? For you see, this was a time that Syrians had come and because the people of the northern region or the northern kingdom, Zebulun and Naphtali, they were up there, so they got the brunt of the Assyrians. And the Assyrians oppressed, and the Assyrians put a burden on the people and a yoke on their shoulder. And the people were in distress, to say the least. And the people were in pain. And the people struggled 
And the people had forgotten the Lord God Almighty. And the people were in darkness. And so the prophet Azar talks about being oppressed and having the yoke on their shoulder. And they were being so suppressed that they were going down. And he was looking to tell them, the people who walked in darkness, the light has come. And as I'm standing before you and dressed in my attire, it is darkness and the light. From darkness into light. WMU, you have something powerful. From darkness to light. And the one who is going to take us from this darkness to light. Not is going to come, but as I said, has come. So confident was he in this prophecy that the Lord God Almighty, Jesus Christ, the Messiah, was going to come. And this darkness that the people were going through, the darkness of oppression, the darkness of not being near to the Lord, the darkness of disobedience, the darkness of sin, the darkness of having fallen apart from God's presence. So what was at stake? That liberty, that salvation. And so he talks about Christ coming to receive the kingdom of the earth from the Father and would make all things right. Coming to make all things right. The people were working in darkness. And so now, the government was going to be put on his shoulder. So shoulder is working this, um, as our waves. And of course we know that every word of God is God breathed. So shoulder being, having the yoke on their shoulder, so they were depressed and oppressed. This person coming would also have something on his shoulder, but his will be different from that of the Assyrians. He will come with something. And he said the government, and the government will be on his shoulder, meaning that there will be an ensign. E-N-S-I-G-N, E-N-S-I-G-N, ensign. And that stands for the colors. You see, in those days when they go to war, on their shoulder, they would have an ensign, an emblem, showing their nationality. It was a military term. They would have it on their shoulder, and it tells them their nationality. And Isaiah is saying, there will be someone who will come and on his, on his shoulder will be an emblem. On his shoulder will be an ensign that will tell you that he comes from a kingdom. Coming from a kingdom. He's the king. Come in. And the ensign on his shoulder will be his name. And through his names, you will see who he is and his nationality and where he's coming from and what he holds in his hands and what he brings to the people. 
And so he says, for unto us a child is born. Unto us a child is born. If you are here this morning and you think that Christmas belongs to the children department, if you are one of those, then you don't know what Christmas is all about. For unto us, unto us, us, I don't know about you, but you see, when I see for unto us, my name is there. Unto me, unto me, Dora and Abbott, but unto me, unto me, unto me. Can you say unto you is born? For you see, I own it. When I have taken it to be mine, it means I own it. It means I own Christmas. I'm receiving Christmas. For unto me, for unto me, for unto me. Then I can appropriate from darkness into his marvelous light. And I can appropriate that which is on his shoulder. Becomes mine. I make it personal. And this morning, I'm asking you to make it personal. Christmas is yours. Christmas is yours. Christmas is not Santa's, Santa, Santa Claus. It doesn't belong, it's not Santa Claus. Please. It's not Santa Claus. The government will be on his shoulder for unto us a child is born. And a child is born to us, to you and to me, not to the angels who sinned. You will think, oh God, but the angels who sinned, oh, originally they sinned. Why? Why didn't Jesus go and die for them or save them. No, he left them. So for to us is born unto us, unto me, Dora. Maybe you can dare under the us, put a underline the us and put your name at the top. For unto Dora, unto Dora is born. Unto Dora is born. Christmas is mine. Whoever is born, he and I have something. For unto us, for unto Dora is born. I am the one of the hundred that went astray. And he left the ninety-nine for me. For unto Dora is born. Unto us is born. And he will be called. For you and I know when a child is born, you give the name. And we have a custom outdooring naming ceremony. The child must have a name and he will be called. So as I says, he will be called. And the question is, what is in the name? Why is it so important that you and I know that he will be called? What is in the name? Dora, now Bortele Borti. Now Bortele, first daughter of Borti. So when you see me, no, and you hear my name, no, you know that me, I'm the oldest. And you know straight away, at least my father is from Nungwa. Borte, hmm, can't run away from that. So I'm Bortele. My brother is Bokete, we have Bolai, we have Bocho, Bokai, Bongai, Bote, daughter of first or second or third or fourth will tell. What is in the name? Dora! My parents gave me Dora. 
And that is from the Greek word doron, meaning gift. I heard that my father was contemplating saying Theodora, God's gift. But all the same, Dora gift. And so I tried to live up my name. I love and I want to live up to my name. And I want to be a gift to people I come across. So those times when I'm the opposite, I talk to myself and I say, ah, but why? When somebody makes me very angry and I respond likewise, I say, Dora, you haven't been a gift. You haven't lived up to your name. So daily, I pray that I will be the gift that I've been called to be. What is in the name? What is in the name? But to Jesus, he says, the name is one's character. One's, one's name speaks of his character. And so, Isaiah says, this one who is coming and on his shoulder is an ensign that tells you his nationality and who he is. He is going to be called Wonderful Counselor. Some say Wonderful and then Counselor. And others say Wonderful Counselor. But it doesn't matter whether you take them or one at a time, or you put them together. Let's look at Judges chapter 13, verse 8. And we'll have uh, quite a few scriptures. Judges chapter 13, verse 18. Why do you ask my name? It is beyond understanding. The, this is the NIV says beyond understanding. The new King James or King James will say, why do you ask my name? seeing that it is wonderful. My name is so wonderful. Even asking me my name, me to tell you my name is wonderful, is beyond understanding. My name is wonderful. My name is wonderful. Look at 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. He will be called wonderful, Wonderful here, he's so wonderful, he's so awesome, it's beyond the mind, it's so overwhelming, you can't even contain it. His name, that name, his name is wonderful, he is wonderful personified. Hallelujah. So First Timothy chapter 3 verse 16, beyond all question, the mystery of godliness is great. It appeared in a body, was vindicated by the spirit, was seen by angels, was preached among the nations, was believed on in the world, was taken up in glory, and that is wonderful. Hallelujah. I just uh, underline this. He appeared, underline appeared, vindicated, seen by angels, preached among nations believed on in the world, was taken up in glory. There is no one who fits this profile but the Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah. And so he's wonderful. Hallelujah. And his essential characters shall be wonderful because he is both God and man. He is both God and man. This describes the Messiah as fully God and fully man. 
fully God, fully man. And that makes him wonderful. So when you think about Christmas, we are thinking about the incarnation. God himself coming down, fully God, fully man. He was not 90% God and 90% man. He was 100% God, 100% man. And how can that be? How can that be? So when I talk to the children and I want to describe it to them and they look at me and I say, hey, do you know Spider-Man? Yes, Spider-Man. Do you know Superman? Wonder Woman. You, you, they, they get it. They know it. Spider-Man, when the time comes, the spider, he, he, he's a regular man, but the time comes and the trigger comes and he turns into this spider who can climb walls. Yeah? So Spider-Man, but Spider-Man can take care of the evil of this world. Superman cannot take care of the evils of this world. Wonder Woman can take care of the evils of, but the baby Jesus Fully God, fully man. He does it. And that is wonderful. Hallelujah. Counselor. Counselor or wonderful counselor. And something that when you just say counselor, it belittles God. But wonderful counselor. His name shall be called wonderful counselor. And there are several passages, but I want us to look at Romans chapter 11, 33 to 34. Romans 11, 33, 34. Oh, the depth of the riches of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable his judgments. You can look and you can look and you can look and you can research and you can research and you never get to the bottom of him. How unsearchable his judgments and his paths beyond tracing out. There's no way you can get to the end of him. There's no way you can understand him. There is nothing you can do. What you know of him, if you take this whole backdrop and you take a pen, a ball pen, and you make a mark at the corner, that is all we know about him. Job says that what we know about him is just the speck and the rest is there. And all eternity, we cannot even know. But this is the God. This is the God we have. Because his name is his character. His name tells us about him. And he says, who has known the mind of God? Or who has been his counselor? 1 Corinthians 1.24. 1 Corinthians 1.24 is so short, we can even uh, memorize it. But to those whom God has called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. This is the Jesus we know. This is the Jesus we are serving. This is the Jesus we are talking about. He, his wisdom, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God. Jesus is the wisdom of God. God in all his greatness, in all his might, in all his beauty, in all his splendor, in all his... You see, I told you my, my, my vocabulary is limited. And then Colossians chapter 2 verse 3. Colossians chapter 2 verse 3. Colossians chapter 2 verse 3. In whom, that is in Jesus, are hidden 
all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. And so, if you need help, if you need help, you want understanding, you want knowledge, who to go to but Jesus. Not the world, but to Jesus. Who to go to but Jesus. You need wisdom for your marriage. Who to go to but Jesus. You need understanding who to go to but Jesus. And so James tells us that, oh, if you know you lack wisdom, ask him and he will give it to you. For it is that gift that there is no measure. He won't say, I've given you this, it's enough, go. No, he says that there is no measure, there is no cap on it. You want wisdom every day. I'm saying, Lord, give me wisdom. Father, give me wisdom. Father, I need wisdom. Father, I need wisdom for this and for that and for this and for that. Father, give me wisdom. Father, give me wisdom. I need wisdom. Young people, you are here. You are searching, you are looking. And you say, Father, give me wisdom. You are the counselor. Give me wisdom. Let me know. Give me understanding. Pertaining. This boy says he wants, he likes me. He loves me. Father, give me wisdom. Give me discernment. Father, and bombard him. He will give it to you. That is how relevant the word of God is. And your business, and you need wisdom, he'll give it to you. That is who he is. And says that he is mighty God. Also, he shall be called Wonderful Counselor, and he will be called Mighty God. John 1.1. John 1.1. Jesus is God. Mighty God. Mighty God. Doesn't matter what the Jehovah Witnesses say. He is God. And John 1.1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word was God. He's not a God. He is the God. He is God. And so that is his name, mighty God, powerful God. The things are there, Deuteronomy 7, uh, 10, 17. Let's look at that one and then Psalm 45, verse 6, and we'll move on. Deuteronomy 10, 17 says, for the Lord your God, and this day I'm trusting that the scriptures will talk to you because you see the scriptures are alive. It is a two-edged sword and it pierces, it pierces. If you let the word speak to you this morning, you will not go back the same. The word is powerful. The word is strong. The word is Jesus. And it says, for the Lord your God is God of gods and the Lord of lords, the great God, mighty and awesome, who shows no partiality and accepts no bribes. Hallelujah. And these are not just, I want you to take them and make them yours and sit on it and cuddle them and chew on it and vegetate on it and let them work their way into your heart and into your system, into your spirit and you walk in that power of the word. He says he's mighty God. So what do you have that you think a mighty God cannot take, take you through? Hey, hmm, mighty God. If I were you, I'll take the references. Let's look at Isaiah uh, 22, 22. I will place on his shoulder the key to the house of David. What he opens, no one can. No one can. No one can. Do you know this God? That is his name, mighty God. The one who opens doors and no one can shut. The one who shuts doors and no one can open. I don't care what they say. And I don't care what they do. 
If you own it, you are gone. And youth, I want you to own it. When I first came here, I heard the youth in the department saying that the Bible was not relevant. Really? The Bible is not relevant? It is because you do not know it. It's because you do not work with it. But if you know it and you work with it, you will see it is relevant. Can you put that part? I will place on his shoulder the key to the house of David. Ah, what he opens concerning Dora, no one can shut it. And what he shuts concerning Dora, no one can open it. Not even Dora herself. And he'll be called, and just the mighty God place. Let me just show. Mighty God, mighty God. So, my, my, I have a second source of income, which pays me more than some others. And for the past year and a half, I've not been paid a single CD. They owe me more than 30,000 Ghana cities. And for a place where I can take my money, that one too, I can't. Because it's gone kaput. Ah, but have you seen me hungry? Don't I look a little jay? Ah, but who cares? Who cares? Because Dora knows she has a mighty God. I have a mighty God. I have a mighty God. 30,000 and counting. So what? Am I going to sit and put my hands between my, my, my lap and cry and moan? Hey, I have a mighty God. Mighty God. I haven't gone hungry. I haven't gone hungry. I haven't gone naked. Praise the Lord. And his name shall be called Everlasting Father. You shall call his name Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, the Everlasting Father. How is that possible? Jesus is our Father. How can Jesus be Father? Don't we say Father, Son, and Holy Spirit? How can Jesus be Father, Everlasting Father? He is from beginning. Our beginning. But it's from everlasting to everlasting. He is our Father. Look at Isaiah chapter 40, verse 11. How Isaiah describes Jesus. What does he say? He turns his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in his arms and carries them close to his heart. He gently leads them. Those that have young, that's a father, a gentle father. Oh, so I can go there. Sometimes I picture myself, me and him, my father, and we are dancing. He holds my hand. So I'm walking and I do this. It, it means Jesus, take hold of my hand now. Ah, hold my hand now. Let us dance a bit, Charlie. Everlasting father. He is my source. So he is my father. And Jesus said, in John 10, 10, 30. Let's look at John chapter 10, verse 30. He said, what? I and the Father are one. If we know no other verse, the children come here all the time and they say this verse. So that one there, if you don't know. I and the Father are one. 
And he says to the disciple in John 14, 9, If you have seen me, then you have seen the Father. Me and my Father, we are one. Long we we are one. Hallelujah. The Father of eternity. And he says, he will compassionately care for his own. And he, that is his name. And me, I try to be the gift because my name is Dora. And that's what Jesus, he doesn't try to become. He is. He is. He is mighty God. He is counselor. He is everlasting father. He's not trying to be. No. He's the prince of peace. John 14, 27. Prince of peace. John 14, 27. 27. Peace I live with you. My peace I give you. My peace I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your heart be troubled and do not be afraid. So they owe you 30,000 Ghana and counting. Your, 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 your biggest uh, 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 money in the bank, you can, it's gone. That one too is wiped. Do not be afraid. Do not let your heart be troubled, Dora. I got you covered. I got you covered. I got you covered. I got you covered. And if it's not because of this sermon, you would not have heard it. Because it's been more than a year. I got you covered. I got your back, girl. I got your back, daughter. I got your back. I got your back. Do not let your hearts be troubled. I give you my peace. So he's given me that peace. I can see whatever, whatever the case. And I like to be like those three friends, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Oh, king, we will worship. Even if our God does not, even if, I will still worship him. Hallelujah. And today, that is what we are talking about. These are not empty words. That is, I can't say it enough. It is not, what are you going through? It is not, it is not empty words today we are sharing. The peace in the face of death, peace. In the face of bankruptcy, peace. In the face of a child going wayward, peace. In the face of whatever, I give you my peace. I give you my peace. Do not let your heart be troubled. Is that for somebody here today? Do not let your heart be troubled. It seems like people have plenty of money and are buying Christmas and this and that and that. Do not let your heart be troubled. And let's see, Ephesians 2.14. Ephesians 2.14. For he himself is our peace. Who has made the two one and destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility? And so he is our peace. Oh, Jesus, you are my peace. Help me. My man is wondering and my man wants to go there. What if? What if? Oh, I know you provided for me January through this to this time. But what if the last week? No, oh, Father, what? Hey, 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 hey. Let your heart be where it's supposed to be. Peace. I am your peace. I am your peace. Dora, I am your peace. Hey, 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 hey. Calm down. Calm, calm, calm down. Do not let your heart be troubled. I am your peace. I am your shalom. Don't you see? 
panic. Don't panic. I am your peace. In his name. Is his name limited? That's what we say. It says, the more we are subject to Christ, the more easy and safe we are. So we've said his, uh, 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 his counselor, uh, his, his, our counselor, his, um, from everlasting to everlasting, he is our peace and he is mighty. Uh, those four or five things. Is that his name? Only his name. No. This, if you even stay, we even stay on this. We can go through life, okay. But he's more than that. He's more than that. And just permit me one minute to... This one, I have it framed in my, in my house, you see. And it's the first thing when you walk into my house, you see it there. And any time I go out, I come, at least I'll see it. And on top of it, you have the references. And thou shalt call his name Jesus, Prince of Peace, Mighty God, Wonderful Counselor, Holy One, Lamb of God, Prince of Life, Lord God Almighty, Lion of the tribe of Judah, Root of David, Word of Life, Author and Finisher of our faith, Advocate, the way, day spring, Lord of all, I am son of God, shepherd and bishop of Doris' soul, ah, Messiah, the truth, savior, chief cornerstone, chief cornerstone, so my house is not going to crumble. I have him as my cornerstone. Cornerstone. King of kings, righteous judge. Ah, he would vindicate me. He would vindicate me. So you haven't paid me. And you owe me so much, you haven't even said a word to me. I leave it to the righteous judge. Hallelujah. Light of the word, head of the church, morning star, son of righteousness, Lord Jesus Christ, chief shepherd, resurrection and life, horn of salvation, governor, alpha and omega. Hallelujah. But wait, I will have a new name. Is that all? I have a new name. Revelation 2-7. I've told you that my name is Dora Nabotelebote. I have a nickname name, but that one I won't say it here. But I'm going to get, and I'm living for that day. When I'll get my new name, it won't be Dora. It won't be Nabotele. <laughs> but the Bible assures me I'll have a new name. Revelation 2 verse 17, please. And this name, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, and me, I want to be that overcomer. Not just by, because I hear the, uh, 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 what's his name? The guy who sings, I'm overcomer. What's his name? Koda, or whatever. I hear it, no, I'm dancing, so I'm an overcomer. No, it's not in my dancing. Hmm? To him who overcomes, I will give some of the healing manna. I will also give him a white stone with a new name written on it. You see, in those times when they write your name on a, on a, on a stone, on a white stone, and they give it to you, it means you've been freed. If you're a slave, you are free. You are free. And the Spirit uses that. I will also give him a white stone. With a new name on it, written on it, not 
known only to him who receives it. And so God will, he will call me by that name, that secret name. Nobody will have that name known only to me. And he will call me and it will be the sweetest thing. It is just like a couple. You see, they have their names. I don't know what Ralph might call Chris, you know. But, you know, the name, you give the name. But you have a name that you call your spouse. Just you, you and you alone call that spouse. And that spouse knows when you call that name. And that day will come and Jesus will give me a name written on a stone known only to me. It will not be Dora. It will not be Nabot. It will be a name that he and I, he calls that name. Nobody, none of the zillions of people will have that name. And he will call me and it will be the sweetest thing to my ear. And it will be the love code that we will share together. Hallelujah. And he says that he would also have a new name that he will give to me. And that also we see in Revelation chapter 3, verse 12. Him who overcomes, I will make a pillar in the temple of my God. Never again will he leave it. I will write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which is coming down out of heaven from God. And I will also write on him my new name, my new name. So even as I walk on this earth and I know him to be wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, the prince of peace, I am also looking to when he comes again and I have my new body and he gives me a new name and he gives me his new name and the two of us communicate with that name and that name is above every name. It will be sweeter than any name I have known. Hallelujah. So, this Christmas, I want this Christmas to be special and different in a way because of the name. And because of you've taken it, own it. I want you to own it. I am owning it. I'm in the process of owning it. And Christmas will not be the same. And Jesus will not be the same. And so once more, so once more, the name. Even as we reflect on this song, thinking of the name. Reflect on the names, on the words.
is given. And the government shall be upon the shoulder. Thank you 